This episode is sponsored by Gummy Cube. Did you know that 63% of all apps are discovered by App Store Search? So ranking for the right keywords is key to your app success. To find out more about App Store optimization and from the guys who can really help you, go to www.gummycube.com. That's gummycube, G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com. And thanks to Gummy Cube for being such a great supporter of this show. Let me thank the show's sponsor, Apptentive. So Apptentive will increase your positive ratings. And in fact, they helped Urban Spoon increase their ratings by over 1000%. So to check out Apptentive, get a free mobile app consultation and check out whether your app is loved, go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy, apptentive.com forward slash app guy. And thank you very much to Apptentive for being a great sponsor. So before I start today's episode, I'd like to ask you a really quick question. One question, that's all. Should the App Guy podcast return to five days a week? I used to do a five-day a week, and that was for a few years, in fact, before then over the summer, I reduced that to three days. But I've got just so many great guests. I've got just such great content lined up. I've got sponsors who would back me. So I want to know from you, as an avid listener of this show, should the App Guy podcast return to five days to make your vote count, just go to theappguy.co forward slash five days. That's theappguy.co forward slash five days, all lowercase. And let me know what your answer is. Or you can also email me, paul at theappguy.co, or let me know on Twitter, paul underscore s underscore kemp. But please make yourself heard. It's really important. I need to know, would you listen to this five days a week? Thanks very much. And now let's get into the episode. Hey guys, my name is Anthony Blattner. I'm the founder of Jackrabbit Mobile, and you're listening to the App Guy Podcast with Paul Kemp. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. Uh, This is the show where we really go around around the world and we uh, interview a lot of different app founders, creators, and it could be in all sorts of different apps. We've had many different apps on this show, many different founders, all to help you out with your role as potentially becoming an app entrepreneur, an app founder. We would love you as a listener to an Apps to Try member to become your own app entrepreneur and build your own app. You know, it's great. So hopefully this will... Um, this whole show and series will inspire you. Let me introduce today's guest because we have someone who is, uh, I've been playing with his, his apps. They're, they're really um, wonderful. And, and in fact, I, I do actually, you may not know this, I do another show. It's called the Entrepreneur Dad Podcast. It's a hobby podcast. And I am a big avid fan of anything that's educational, helping my kids development. So I was really pleased when Greg could come on. His name is Greg Devlin. Uh, he is the creator of uh, Neon Tiki Tribe. They're an educational superhero bunch, and they've got he's got apps and ebooks uh, available for the iPad. So, uh, Greg, welcome to the App Guy Podcast. Paul, thanks so much for in, in, introducing me and uh, inviting me. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Uh, tell us about your journey with um, Neon Tiki Tribe. How did the whole thing start, and how did you kick, get it off the ground? Yes, sir. Um, well, basically, basically, uh, my partner and I, well, actually, I was sick and tired of all the, what we call dumb television on TV for kids. And so we wanted to do something different. We wanted to create uh, a group of superheroes 
but also teach kids real life lessons while we had their attention. So we created Neon Tiki Tribe. And by the way, Tiki, T-I-K-I, represents thoughtful, intelligent, kind individuals. Thoughtful, intelligent, kind individuals, and the world needs more of those for sure. Yeah. So uh, we, we uh, uh, you know, we were just kind of tired of all the, I hate to say it, but the SpongeBob and pig, goat, cricket, you know, some of the stuff Nickelodeon's <laughs> putting out. And <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, just some of that. We just thought we have their attention. Let's, let's make uh, valuable use out of that for children. And um, so we created the Antique Tribe Superheroes. When you say we, Greg, I mean, uh, are you, is it within a company or is this, this you working on your own? Well, the, the original concept started with me and, you know, I, I started to develop it. But I actually partnered um, with a, well, he's become my friend now, but a, a, uh, uh, my, my partner is a janitor from Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, my background is I'm a disabled veteran from a missile explosion many years ago when I was in the Air Force. But he and I partnered to clean up the world of television, so to speak. So it's he and I. And then we, what we did was we started to develop storyline by storyline. And as it kept getting a little bit bigger and a little bigger, then what we did was we brought on, you know, writers, we brought on illustrators, uh, we brought on our, our website uh, guys to help out there. And then we even brought on our app uh, developers, you know, our, the guys that work with us because that wasn't our background. So, um, you know, I brought on a, uh, a guy named Steve Harlow and um, he's helped us along with our illustrator, Eric Strong. Both those guys were key elements in how we could take our books and then put them in the form of an app um, for, for children and parents around the world. We thought that would be the fastest way to spread our series is electronically, if we could put it out there for iPads and iPhones, Androids, Kindles, uh, in many electronic forms, if we could get it out there like that. So, that, so that's what we did was we gathered a team of people uh, who are really good at what they do and then combined them with this children's superheroes um, to put it out to the world. So, so Greg, I love this because uh, what I'm learning from you already is that uh, it's good to have go into these projects with a, a mission and a purpose because I think a lot of people listening perhaps get sidetracked to what they think may make money on the App Store instead of actually having a real goal. And what does it mean to have a purpose in doing what you're doing? Well, well, to us, it's, it's really everything because uh, the most important aspect of this really are the children. I, I always tell people that the most important thing in our lives, meaning apps included, are how well our children are doing you know, how well our, our nieces and nephews, how, how well our children or grandchildren are doing in life. That's the most important thing in your life. I don't care what you are doing. So to me, as a father of four daughters um, and my, my wife and I, and then uh, a grandfather of three, uh, you, you know, they're the most important thing. So, so yes, you have to become successful. Yes, you, you have to make money somewhere in the picture. You can't stay alive in, in the business world. But if you create something that has a powerful purpose to the public, eventually it will become successful. You know, they say if, uh, if, you, if you love what you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life. And, and that's so true because we had many years in this without, a, without profit. It's not, you know, 
the the purpose is bigger than the profit. I'll just tell you that. And if you follow yeah, our track, I, I, you know that's true. I totally agree with you, Greg, because that's what I do. I follow my passion, happens to be podcasting and talking to people like yourself and meeting amazing entrepreneurs, and it makes a big difference. And I, I can imagine that when you have a, a real belief and a purpose and a mission in what you're doing, is that easier to build a team around that? Oh, absolutely, because uh, if you start to tell that, tell that story, if you start to put that out there, what happens is is people can connect with it. They can relate with um, that being good for kids and that being good for their children. So, so it's easy to get them excited when they see, wow, this really does have value to my, to my kids. You know, Paul, um, j- just on the internet alone, there, we, we read in a, um, an article on, on the internet and it said that 50,000 predators are online every minute of every day searching for our kids. And we, we had teachers suggest to us that we create an internet safety story because there weren't any. So we, we literally created this story because teachers suggested it and to help keep kids safe so that they don't give out their home address or don't meet someone from the internet because they're, you know, children today, even in, in middle school and elementary school, are on the computer and there's a chance that they're on the internet. And so while they're taking all the safeguards that they have to in the schools, um, there's still that, that uh, message to these kids that's very important is that you don't meet someone off the internet, that you, know, that you have your parents or teacher available with you. So that was our goal with this is to have excitement and action in our stories to keep their attention, but at the same time have a real life value to them afterward. And I'd love to go through the journey because clearly you have been successful given that you've built like a team around this. And uh, it, uh, was there any point where you had traction with the downloads of the apps and and you could tell like what maybe there was some kind of press mention or something in your story that, that uh, led to the success of the apps? Well, uh, yeah, let me get, I'll just give you a backup just a little bit. What we did was we spent, uh, the last seven years, what we call building the content. You know, they say content is king. And if you can create a, a real, you know, a valuable project. So have story. We didn't want to, you know, most people create one book or one app. And our thought was instead of creating one, let's create a series of apps. A, they'll take us, uh, more seriously because we, we've committed this much time and effort to it. And so we created this series of apps and, um, you know, to make it larger. And then on the, on the download side, just as we just in the last couple months started to go forward with marketing this project. And we, we did a, uh, on Labor Day weekend, it's the first free giveaway. We did a free giveaway. We keep in mind we have 12 books, 12 ebooks and apps. So we put 3 of them available free over the Labor Day weekend and that was solely to test that when we put them for free on iOS or put them for free on Android, you know, Google Play or um, uh, amazon.com that the user would actually be able to get them. You know, from the time we released them and made them free, are they actually able to get them? So we were doing a t- in-house test. And we gave away over 5,000 apps in one weekend uh, just with those three apps. So, so to us, you know, our thought was if it's totally garbage, 
we can't believe someone would take it just solely because it's free if it was garbage. So, yeah, that's a, that's an indicator to us that there is uh, that the public is uh, once more uh, than they have today. So I, I want to come back to this seven-year um, sort of project, which is amazing. I, I can imagine that uh, you probably wouldn't recommend anyone to follow it in your footsteps no. and spend so, so much time. <laughs> Uh, I think hindsight is twenty twenty, and I think in the end we'll be able to say yes. But right this second, uh, we are not profitable. So, uh, so yeah, I would say their 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 gamble is uh, uh, would would be maybe maybe don't follow us, but, uh, but we we believe yeah. so much in it. That's why that's why we pursued this far is because we honestly believe that we are going to make a difference in children's lives and their and their families and their teachers because. Uh, Paul, this is the first group of superheroes created with uh, with schools and education in mind. You know, most superheroes—Batman, Superman, Spider-Man—they're entertainment, but they're they're not put in schools and used as educational. And the difference is, we created educational teaching guides and lesson plans, and what we call pre and post tests with doctor degree teachers. And we made them available free on our website so that the teachers could actually download the teaching guide and then bring that app into their school on bullying or sportsmanship or perseverance. So many of the subjects we cover are subjects that schools want their children to learn. And one other factor is that we made them available for, we, we targeted first to fifth grade level children. And the reason is because we want to empower these children before they get to the high peer pressure age group of middle school. So we want to give them that information so they can make the best decisions possible when they're confronted with some things that may be challenging issues for them. So, Greg, uh, this is a a series where the listeners, uh, I call them the Appster tribe, uh, are really keen to learn of any potential new strategies. And you mentioned about 5,000 apps over the Labor Day weekend. Yes. And I wondered uh, if, like, did you just uh, flick a switch and have them for free and that automatically happened? Or was there um, like a, a campaign hitting the press and doing other things? Perhaps you could talk us about that weekend. Yes. Well, uh, well, I'll say this. Remember, that was an in-house test for us just to see. And we all we did was tell our uh, local, our, our close family and friends that, hey, if you want them, great, they're free. And you could tell, we didn't care who they told about it. But, um, and that was the, the numbers that I'm giving you there, by the way, are just iOS or just for the, and we made them available on Android and Google Play. I'm sorry, not Google Play. Google Play doesn't allow you to give them away. Yeah, you unless have to commit, you, don't you? Unless yeah. you make them free forever, right? So we did yeah. it on Amazon.com. We did it on on iTunes, and the numbers I gave you are off of iTunes. I don't even have the numbers for the Android giveaways, but, but um, and I'm sure we could get them somewhere. Yeah, no, Greg. I mean, it's interesting because, uh, like, a lot of people have been talking about a strategy of, you know, charging for an app and then uh, giving it away for free over a, a sale period, and then. And then uh, 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 putting it, uh, you know, like the price back on. I'm wondering when you, when you, how did the test go? What did you learn from it? Well, uh, like I say, our our goal on that was to a find out if we release it, if we've set the date, does it actually happen with iTunes? Did, so if we say tomorrow that it goes free, did that actually happen? So it did actually happen with them. But we also learned on Amazon when we did that same thing. Now, keep in mind we're rookies, but when we did that, um, we saved the price as zero, but 
on a couple of them, I didn't press this submit the app. So what happened was I thought they were free. And then I had a few people say, Greg, we still can't get them free on Amazon. I said, what do you mean? They said, we can't get them. And I said, that doesn't make sense. So I went back in there and I real quick sent an email to the Amazon support team. And they said, uh, Mr. Devlin, you didn't submit them. You saved it as zero price, zero dollars, but you didn't submit. I went, oh my goodness. So I went on there, pr- press submit instantly. And then I went uh, and I told my friends, I said, listen, we're still going to make it free for the same period of time. You just search again tomorrow and they'll be available. So then it, then it did work. So I learned something myself and our team did also, because keep in mind, we are rookies at this. You're actually reminding me of a chat that I had. And if anyone's listening, you can search on my website, theappguy.co. Uh, it was a chat with the head of development at uh, Amazon for the developers, a guy called Paul Kutzinger. And he, uh, yeah, he, he actually was there trying to make it easier for developers to uh, you know, have um, solutions to some of these issues that come up. So it sounds Absolutely. like you've got, a, you've, got a, you've got a good resolution there. Absolutely, um, yes. yes. Great. Well, well uh, Paul, if I could, I'd like to mention just one other thing, which is that um, this is the first superhero series ever in history that uses a dyslexic-friendly font. Um, and and the, the importance of that is that while average kids can read this because they, they couldn't even tell the difference. They wouldn't even know that the font is there. Children who struggle with dyslexia also have a chance to read this. And that's one out of every five children. So 20% of the market that typically don't have a publisher or an author writing to them now has a, a cool new superhero series that they, that they can read themselves. And the font doesn't help everyone who's dyslexic. But the ones that it does, oh my gosh, you should hear their testimonies. It's, it's amazing. Oh, I, I can imagine that the feedback you're getting must be just so rewarding, you know, way Absolutely. more than money. Yeah. Right. Um, that's terrific. So I'm fortunate enough to have an absolutely amazing app store optimization company called Gummy Cube who sponsor this show. And they collect uh, data from the mobile app stores, Google Play and the Apple App Store. And that data then allows you to be more effective when optimizing your apps for those app stores. Now, GummyCube deal with brands and indie developers and product managers. And what GummyCube are able to do is find those long-tailed keywords that rank. You see, App Store optimization, it used to be, and I'm, I'm sure you're probably still doing this right now, where you go uh, back and forth and check things like Google search, and, and then you get the long tail keywords uh, from web search, and that is the wrong thing to do. Uh, you don't really want any data that's being scraped from the web. What you want is data that is actually from the app stores, because we know that the way you behave in app stores is different to on the web and searching on the web. And so this is why you need Gummy Cube to get access to their algorithms and their data cube and to really be efficient with app store optimization. So I highly recommend going and checking them out at www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com. And thank you very much to Gummy Cube for being such a great company and supporting this show. So I want to thank my sponsor, Abtentive. Uh, they have a great tool which provides in-app surveys. So you get to ask your customers how they feel. Why do they feel the way they do about your app? You know, maybe you want to ask, do they think your app is above expectations or it's met expectations or even below expectations. You need to find this stuff out, find out how they feel. So it's really easy to implement in your app and and you get these uh, surveys, which we all know how important feedback is. 
Uh, we need to get feedback to help improve the app, continue modifying it, enhancing it. And Apptentive enable you to do this in a very easy way. So to get your free mobile app consultation, go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy. It's really important that you do the forward slash app guy because you'll get the free consultation. So apptentive.com forward slash app guy. And thank you so much to Apptentive. They are incredibly supportive for this show and go and send them some love. Thank you so much. Well, there's two more things we need to do before we say goodbye. Uh, one is we we love to learn about um, anything you've uh, anything you've come across in your journey. You know, I mean, you've been doing this now seven years. You're eventually getting the apps in. What um, are the biggest uh, tools and resources that you could recommend uh, in in uh, perhaps what you've been using um, to to the audience? So, anything you could suggest or recommend. Uh, that has really helped you in your business and your apps. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I would I would say um, we've we found that we've been able to if you if you search if you do the research and then you ask questions you can typically find the answer you know whether it's through Google you know asking a question or through um, or you know other app developers listening to your show I mean there's there's a lot of people who know a lot about apps way more than we did. And, and then if you can uh, team up, there's some, there's like Odesk and there's some, there's some opportunities out there to ask people for their help in, in helping you, whether it's programming. That's how we found a, f- a few of our people, like uh, Steve Harlow, we found that way. And um, we found multiple people that way. So, so, so Greg, um, let me just clear that up. Are you suggesting then that you, there are people out there that would, what, offer their time for free uh, to help with the cause? Yes. Uh, yes. In fact, that's how we ha- that's how we got brought on board. Um, really, a bunch of we have some of our uh, writers on board that way. We have our um, illustrators that way. We have our our app guy um, is working like that. He just he said, "I think you guys have a, a have the next really big thing. Love what you're doing for kids." He he is a father of four. Uh, he has four sons, and I mean all literally all the people in our in our organization have families of children. And so they, they, they love the concept. They bought into that and they said, yes, um, we'll work for a, a small percentage of what happens, um, you know, in it, uh, down the road on this project. Uh, so, yes, I love, I love this, Greg. I think there's great advice for anyone out there. I've met uh, entrepreneurs who go out and spend huge amounts of money uh, on hiring, you know, uh, developers, uh, designers and, uh, and what you're saying and what we're learning from you is you don't typically need to do that if you have some worthy cause and you can rally people around you because then, you know, g- generally people are, um, you know, ca- can help if they believe in what they're doing. So uh, yes. that's great news. Uh, yes. That's not to say we don't have, still have a lot of money in it. We do, but, but you can, uh, you can uh, lower costs and you can get people. It, all, it also, the good side of that is that you have them invested in what you're doing. So typically you're going to get a greater effort out of the people that are, are, are waiting for it to become successful than you would from someone who's purely, if they're in it solely for the money, then as soon as money goes away, they're gone. So. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I'd also um, suggest to anyone listening to this is that there is a danger of you take the lowest cost route, and uh, that means you end up with a bit, a few nightmares with building the apps, and you don't get good quality, and you won't get the traction. Uh, but uh, 
obviously you've gone you've gone completely the opposite side of the spectrum and spent seven years of building this content before launching and uh that that's um not i guess not for everybody but uh <laughs> right <laughs> uh this is great greg there's one more thing this is a show about apps and um i'm wondering um you know you you mentioned uh uh, a, a disability and i wondered uh, we've n- never had anyone on this show talk about apps uh, to to help um you know you mentioned about dyslexia have you got any apps you would recommend uh, to anyone who is suffering and maybe a disability uh well obviously the neon tiki tribe series because it it does affect so <laughs> yeah. many people <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's okay that goes without saying yeah 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 um you know there's 36 million adult americans Adults who can't speak, uh, can't read. I'm sorry, not, uh, they cannot read. And we think some of that, uh, is literally from years ago when they didn't know anything about dyslexia or they couldn't diagnose it or they didn't know how to handle it. So it's obviously there. Um, and then you're looking for a recommendation for other apps. Uh, oh, brother. Yeah. I know it's hard because we're recording on your phone, but what right. um, app? Maybe tell us about one or two apps on your phone. How about that? Well, I have Ringer, which is the uh, first time I've ever used it, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, that is the first time we've mentioned it, but this has made my life so much easier. It's, uh, I, it just shows you, doesn't it, that, that Skype could, could have done something like this. They have huge resources. They have massive teams of people. They're owned by Microsoft, and yet they, it takes uh, an entrepreneur with a passion for recording to make an app like Ringer. Absolutely, um, absolutely. It just it just shows you that there's always a gap in the market, even for you to compete against the likes of Skype. Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of lot of room for new developers. There's a lot of room. Yeah, well, uh, that's good to hear because. Um, uh, so, a- any, I mean, you've had a seven year journey. This is the last thing. How about giving us your parting thoughts on uh, whether it's been worth it and whether you would recommend anyone getting into the building apps and becoming an app entrepreneur. Oh, absolutely. I say if you, if you have a, uh, a new concept or if you have a way of making something better for the world and you, you want to put it out there, apps, to, to, to me, in my personal opinion, is the fastest way for something to spread is because electronically they can download it from anywhere in the world. So um, I would say if you have a way to make the world a better place, anything, absolutely go in the direction, do a lot of research. And, um, you know, start down the path because if you wait for all the lights to be green, you'll never go. So start going a direction, keep working towards the goal and don't quit until you get there. I, I love that saying. Uh, that's highly likely to go as one of my show quotes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Greg, it's been a wonderful that Everyone uh, listening can get uh, links to uh, Neon Tiki Tribe and all the... Um, uh, links to all the different stores on the show notes on episode 357 of the app guy so just go to the appguy.co search for greg devlin on episode 357 and uh, there'll be all uh, the links to download these wonderful apps um, but in the meantime greg uh, how best can people connect with you uh, you've inspired me how best can we reach out and, and, and uh, contact, contact you um, neontikitribe.com and we have a contact form there or my email is the letter R, the number four, Tiki's, T-I-K-I-S, at AOL.com. Great. 
Well, Greg, what an inspirational episode. So thrilled that you've been able to come on and talk about um, uh, your passion project there. And uh, I really hope it uh, spreads. Is, is there anything we can do to, to help you out? Um, I guess spread the word and try and tell as many children as we can. Uh, absolutely. And um, I would just, uh, if I said anything to parents, I would just say if you, know, if, you, if you want your child to have that slight edge in life and to make good choices when, uh, th- when you're not there, you know, if you want more than just entertainment, then Neon Tiki Tribe is something to consider. And for the teachers, uh, we always say if you, if you want excited kids learning in your classroom and you want to keep their excitement, Neon Tiki Tribe is a great way to do it because character counts, messages are, are what we're about. Yeah, well, I'm going to go through all the, the whole series with my kids. I do nighttime reading with them, and uh, we've yeah. been looking for something like this, much better than Peppa Pig and uh, <laughs> uh, SpongeBob, as you say. Uh, yes. And also, I'll, be, I'll make sure that um, I get it into the school and um, speak to uh, the headmasters. just bought a load of iPads for the school, so I'll, I'll do my bit. And I'm hoping that everyone listening to this will maybe do their bit as well to spread the, the word. Absolutely. One last thing I'll leave you with, Paul, is uh, the, the next book in line is called Brave Hope Hospital. And what it's for is, is to give children hope uh, when, they've, when they've had a diagnosis that may be really bad towards them or some child that's fighting a sickness that they can't quite get over. You know, sometimes it's easy to lose hope. So our next book is a collaboration with the Ronald McDonald House of Indiana and the Riley Children's Hospital, and this is going to be a dynamite uh, children's book and app. That is, what a, what a great, I mean, um, heartwarming uh, mission there. So, that, Greg, yes. thanks for coming on the App Guide podcast and, and all the best with uh, everything you've got going on there. Thank you, sir. Just to remind you that this show is sponsored by GummyCube. GummyCube are a big data company that are collecting data into DataCube which is pulling data from the app stores, Google Play and the Apple App Store. So go and use an app store optimization company that is getting its data from the app stores and not from web searches, which do not relate really to what's going on in the app store. Go and check them out. It's www.gummycube.com. Thank you very much to GummyCube. They're just such a great supporter of this show. Also remember this episode has been brought to you by Apptentive. They are sponsoring this show. Go and show them some love. Go and check out apptentive.com forward slash app guy. It's a unique page set up for us and they get to try uh, to help you with a free mobile app consultation. Uh, It will enable you to do effective two-way communication with your users of your app. So go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy, apptentive.com forward slash app guy. Thank you so much to Apptentive for supporting the show. So just to remind you of that question I asked you at the start, uh, should the App Guy podcast return to five days a week? I really do value your feedback i'd love to know and there is a vote going on right now in a few places Uh, the best place to go is to the appguy.co forward slash five days the appguy.co forward slash five days that is five the number five and days d-a-y-s all lowercase and uh, you can quickly answer it there or you can find that i put a survey out on twitter Uh, you can follow me of course it's paul underscore s underscore kemp on Twitter and I'd love to know uh, what you think to that question and let me know. Thanks a lot.